California Governor Gavin Newsom announced on Monday that some retail could reopen as soon as Friday. While this announcement was lauded as a sign that the state can enter a new phase of the pandemic, actual retailers weren't exactly jumping at the news. A series of challenges still face businesses both large and small, and the threat of the virus still looms. Also, Newsom didn't provide any specifics on the plan, so don't expect any big changes on Friday. For the San Diego Union-Tribune, I'm Daniel Wheaton, and this is a special live episode of your San Diego News Fix. Brittany Miling, you've been covering small business during the pandemic. Let's start with the law itself. What are the current restrictions that are in place? So before the update, the the shutdown, uh, like the the stay-at-home mandate that included the closure of non-essential businesses, um, the problem is it actually got a little hairy right from the start because it was somewhat clear what businesses are considered essential businesses uh, by the state's definition and that, that I think it was 16 critical infrastructure categories. However, it wasn't as clear if you're a non-essential business, what does shutting down really mean? Mm-hmm. And so there's been a lot of uncertainty about, say, you're um, a bike shop or you're a sporting goods store. You know, they thought, am I still allowed to do online orders or a a complete shutdown? I can't even do that kind of business. If I can do online, can I offer curbside pickup? And because the law, the the original mandate wasn't very specific on that, uh, there's been a lot of room for interpretation. And when you explain some of those interpretations that you've been seeing, because we've kind of been seeing lots of creativity in San Diego in the past uh, two months. Yeah, I mean, so far we've seen a lot of um, even very small retailers um, they've been getting really active on social media. So they might be selling, you know, if it's just a boutique that sells something like candles or gift boxes, they're doing advertises on Instagram um, to sell their products that way. And then they'll, you know, often um, offer, they call it contactless pickup um, at the curb, where they just put it directly in someone's car and you've got the the employee all geared up in the protective gear you would expect. Um, you know, the book Catapult, this small bookstore in South Park, they've started to do uh, deliveries. So people would be ordering either over the phone or online. And then the owners of the bookstore literally drove around town doing deliveries just like Amazon would. So people have gotten pretty creative. Yeah, it's certainly interesting how fast things have changed. Uh, I was reading a story not too long ago that was explaining that it's kind of like we've gone back to the old days of Sears when you would go and order everything off of a catalog and they'd ship it to your house. It's like we've kind of gone back in time in a strange way. It, yeah, it is like that. But I, what I wonder is how much people are actually taking advantage of, of those options. Because um, what I am hearing is from, from retailers is that they're, they're getting a little bit of revenue during the shutdown by doing something like curbside pickup and that sort of thing. But it's nothing like the amount of business that you get when your doors are actually open and you have people browsing, especially for something like retail. It's not something that people typically, uh, you know, call up a local store and then go, you know, pick up at the curb. If you're going to wait for something and not, you know, just get it right there on impulse, you you know, they order it from Amazon or something a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we've all had uh, an experience of like you get an Amazon gift card or something and you're like, what do I want? And you just end up like browsing. You don't really have an idea. While if you're in a physical store, it's kind of different to decide, oh, I actually want this item. Right, right. Mm-hmm. So what exactly would change on Friday? So when Gavin Newsom made his um, announcement earlier this week, he said that non-essential businesses, non-essential retail, what he called low-risk retail, would be allowed to open for curbside pickup. Um, And Newsom was pretty clear that that's what he was talking about, curbside pickup only, and that for these 
reopening of some retail, that it would be only be reopened with some restrictions. Um, he did list a couple of types of businesses in his announcement, but he was definitely not, he didn't give it like an exhaustive list. He said bookstores, toy stores, you know, sporting goods stores, and he, he listed up a few other examples. But then a lot of people were like, what about jewelry stores? Like, you know, what exactly is a, like a low risk retail business? And it's been a little tough because if you are one of those businesses that's unsure, you can't really make the preparations necessary to reopen by Friday because a lot of these businesses have to rehire some of their workers. They have to set up um, new things in their store so that they can meet the guidelines of reopening. So there's been a lot of like confusion right now. And the, apparently the officials aren't going to be giving any more information until Thursday, which is the day right before they're supposed to reopen. So, mm-hmm. so it seems like we're going to have to wait at least another week until some things kind of broadly start reopening, I'd imagine, right? I think it could be even longer than that because mm-hmm. I had thought for a, a long part of my day yesterday, I thought that maybe San Diego County was going to be a little uh, less restrictive with the retail and actually open like the full, like people could open their doors for browsing. Um, and that was because there was a county document that I had talked to some business owners about. Um, and I went and found the county document. It was published after Gavin Newsom's announcement. And in it, San Diego County had made it sound like the curbside thing was just optional. They were, you know, encouraging retail businesses to offer curbside pickup, but they weren't saying like you have to do that. So I think a lot of people thought they might be able to actually reopen Friday. Now with just curbside pickup, the truth is that most businesses have already been doing curbside pickup, most retail businesses. And so it's like both for shoppers and for business owners, they're saying like nothing's really going to change for us. Mm Mm-hmm. And the other complicating factor is uh, many workers who were laid off. Uh, why don't you explain some of the problems of getting that staff back? Okay, so this has been kind of a tricky subject because um, it's it's definitely a sensitive topic, and it also got very political. Um, if you remember early on when there was talk about the unemployment um, benefits and that additional $600 a week that would be provided by the federal um, aid, there was a lot of people who said, oh, we can't do that because some of these people will be making more than minimum wage and then they're not going to be incentivized to come back to work. And that became a very political, heated conversation. Um, But what we've actually found, not just me, but on our entire business team, as we're doing reporting about other topics, we're finding that this is actually a very consistent problem. And when I did reporting for this story and several others last week, I talked to business owners who said that when they called their um, employees to say, hey, you can come back to work, I'm ready to rehire. Um, A lot of them said, I'm making a lot more on my unemployment and it puts me in a difficult place if you're asking me to come back right now. And so now the business owners are like, you know, a lot of them have accepted that federal aid PPP loan, which means they need to use that money for payroll in order for that loan to be forgivable. So if they're having a hard time bringing their employees back, now they have to kind of start from scratch and then do recruiting and training. So it's, it's gotten a little bit hairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like the slow federal response to this pandemic has kind of set us up for these really kind of awkward transitory phases in which there are different incentives coming from different places. So people are going to make whatever choice makes them feel the safest or obviously whichever gives them the most money, be it working or just receiving unemployment until those benefits run out, which I believe those benefits only last for a few more months. Yeah, and you make a good point about the safety factor because it's not just that people are like, hey, I'm making a little more on unemployment. Uh, It's also, I'm making a little more or the same, 
Um, and I'm not having to subject myself to a possible safety threat. I'm not having to subject my family to a possible safety threat. And so asking someone to come back to work to a potentially unsafe environment and possibly make less, that's a very difficult thing to uh, manage. Yeah, you have to keep all of those kind of realities in check because it depends what kind of job you're doing. Uh, some, you know, may put you more in close contact with people than others. So it's kind of dangerous to put a one size fits all kind of this is what people think answer to this because it varies so much depending on what you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So also outside of San Diego County, it seems that there are lots of small business owners and even large corporations that are pushing for kind of a large reopening of the economy, saying we've flattened the curve, we've done enough, it's time to open it up. How common is that view in San Diego County? Are you hearing those voices in the small business community? Um, yes, but it, it, it's complicated. So what I'm what I'm hearing just like resoundingly that there's like this deafening response from small businesses saying, like, I don't have much runway left. And uh, the problem is that the way that we've gradually reopened the economy, actually the problem with some of the essential business language has made kind of an unfair uh, business environment. Because if you think about it this way, you know, Walmart is allowed to remain open because they sell groceries and some essential household products, but they also sell bikes and basketballs. And so they're a direct competitor to someone like Play It Against Sports in Pacific Beach, but they've had to shut down. And so you're, you're having a lot of um, these businesses that sell multiple products be able to continue to make money on those products while the small guys are shutting down and not able to compete at all. And so it's, it's created um, a lot of difficulty. Oops, you're going to have to tune me back into your original question. So I, got, mm-hmm. I went down a rabbit hole. It was okay. That was the next question I was going to ask anyway. Um, so given that these incentives have created a market that isn't fair. How fearful are small businesses that uh, they won't be able to reopen come when it's safe enough to do so? Yeah. So, so yeah, there is a lot who say, you know, we've, we've got to reopen. It's gotten unfair. I, I don't have much more money left. I might have to shut down permanently, but at the same time, reopening has become very complicated because a lot of business owners are getting some leniency from their vendors, from their creditors, their landlords, because they're shut down. And then if the government says, hey, you're allowed to reopen, um, now you have these bills that remain static, your rent still costs as much as it did before. Um, And there's a potential that customers may not show up because there's still some uncertainty out there. Restaurants might have to be operating at half capacity. So they'll be making 50% of their revenue and their bills are still what they used to be. And as we all know, restaurants are very uh, low margin kind of business. And so there's a lot of fear. I talked to several business owners who said, I'm more scared about the reopening than I was about the shutdown. And that's not to say that they want to stay shut down. It's just that things have gotten so complicated that now it's like there is no positive you know, situation here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is really complicated just because, you know, it, it's easy to sh- turn something off. Turning something on is it's not a binary. It's very complicated. So it makes sense that business owners are really concerned right now. So um, there has been some confusion with exactly what different governments, both, you know, the county of San Diego and the state of California can do. Uh, What further questions do you hope get answered from the kind of governmental perspective as to what is and what isn't okay in the next coming weeks? So the local officials have been been pretty clear that they can't, they're not going to deviate from the governor's plan 
in the past it's because they said they couldn't. They always had to defer to whatever the governor decided and that the regional rules could be um, more restrictive, but they weren't allowed to be less restrictive. Um, and then on Monday, I think it was, Governor uh, Newsom said he was actually going to allow for the regional, uh, the counties to, to have more flexibility with how they manage their reopen because he was acknowledging, you know, our counties have different situations. And so I'm going to hand that power back over to the counties. Um, however, so far, San Diego County officials have um, kind of punted that responsibility back to the governor. And yesterday I had asked them, you know, as far as this retail reopening that has been the talk of Friday, um, do you plan to, if, if you can prove to the state that you meet all these guidelines that they need to meet, would you be uh, more flexible with businesses in the reopen? And they replied with, um, no, basically we're just gonna stick to what the governor says. So it doesn't sound like there's gonna be any deviation yet on that front. Hmm. But it does seem in the short term we'll at least get some more answers from different levels of governments. All right, Brittany Myling, thank you so much. Thank you. Now your coronavirus update. County officials reported 159 more COVID-19 cases and eight additional deaths. To date, 4,313 residents have been sickened by the novel coronavirus and 158 have died. The new cases reported Wednesday represent about 7% of tests conducted yesterday. On Thursday, Governor Gavin Newsom is expected to provide more information about an expanded list of businesses that can reopen with restrictions. To help local businesses prepare for that possibility, the county has added a safe reopening plan template to its website. The plan will need to be submitted to the county before any location reopens, and businesses are being encouraged to start filling it out in preparation for that day. Some of the regulations include requiring all employees to wear face coverings, increasing cleaning and sanitation efforts, and addition of signage to encourage social distancing. The impending reopening has prompted a lot of questions. To help provide clarity, the county is working to develop a business question email system when business, where business owners can send questions and receive a response. Officials hope to have that up and running in a few days. An estimate of San Diego County's jobless rate near the end of April was 27%, surpassing unemployment numbers not seen since the Great Depression. The San Diego Association of Governments came up with the figure using federal and statewide data and applying it to San Diego County. During the Great Recession, the county hit a record of 11.1% in 2010. While local records are not available that far back, the national rate during the Great Depression hit a high of 24.9% in 1933. Sandag estimates that there are more than 450,000 unemployed residents in San Diego County as of April 25th, with about 400,000 losing their jobs since the beginning of the COVID-19 pandemic in the United States after the first week in March. Thank you for listening to the San Diego News Fix. We want to remind you that information is your first line of defense. The San Diego Union Tribune is dedicated to bringing you latest news in print, online, and on our podcasts. Right now, you can read our public health stories related to the virus online for free without hitting the paywall. But you can get all of your news at your fingertips, wherever and whenever you want if you're a subscriber. Don't miss a story. Go to uniontrib.com slash subscribe. Until next time.